Hi everyone, this is Martin Tyler, and you're listening to Everything is Football. Don't go away. Hello everyone and welcome to another EIF Soccer Podcast. My name is Tomas Rosson, I'm here with Mark Geshen, and today is Wednesday, July 6th. And Mark, what does that mean? It means Portugal versus Wales in the European Championship semifinals. Who do you got? Portugal finally going to put in a performance today? I don't think so, but I think they will do what they always do and advance without winning a game. I think they will lock it down. They will play slow. They will play boring. Ronaldo will do nothing as usual, and they will win in PKs after a nil-nil draw. And it will be upsetting for everyone that Wales go out that way, but it will continue my prediction that I made in the round of 16 that Portugal will win this tournament without winning a single game. And they've just been, I think, this run has probably been the luckiest uh, tournament run probably since Chelsea in 2012 in the Champions League. Come on, that. come on. And come I think it's just, and, I, and you know, as Gary Neville once said when Fernando Torres was rounding <laughs> Victor Valdez, it's written in the stars, and I think that the gods just, they simply, they simply want CR7 to get his title without doing anything. And um, I hope <laughs> I hope that Wales can do something. And I hope that Andy King can step in for, for Ramsey and bring oh, some of that and, and bring some of that Leicester magic with him. But um, you know, it's it's it is it is fitting that Portugal are gonna get to play Wales without Ramsey and continue this absurdly lucky streak that they're on. Um, but maybe if the free agent Hal Robson Canu can pull out another Cruyff turn and take Pepe to the cleaners, then maybe, just maybe, Wales will have a shot. But I think it's just going to be Portugal, unfortunately. When you brought up Gary Neville, I thought you were about to do the little Gary Neville scream he does before he says that. <laughs> you know, the, although, to be fair, he actually said that, Mark. Let me correct you as a Chelsea fan. He said that after Drogba scored the winning penalty, they're winning the stars. The, the Torres reaction was simply... Ah, well, whatever, whatever that was. Yeah, you're um, right. You're right. You're right. Either way, Gary Neville, Gary Neville exaggerating as per usual. Oh, of course. Uh, lovely, <laughs> Gary. Uh, but in terms of Wales and Portugal, I mean, Portugal are due a performance. We are due a performance from this Portugal team that just keep winning and winning and winning and disappointing us every single time. It's very reminiscent of Paraguay, to be honest, as we've discussed before. In 2011, I believe, in the Copa America. Very reminiscent of that. I want to see the Chelsea one similar. I mean, maybe luck-wise, but you gotta, you got to say that Chelsea did put in some performances in that run, especially against Napoli, uh, to come back. But, no, I mean, we, we've ha- we just have to see this team play better. I don't think it's possible for such a talented group of players to keep playing this poorly. I mean, maybe Belgium proved it with Mark Wilmots. Let's hope... Portugal prove us wrong. Let's hope Ronaldo puts in a performance. And I just think it comes down to Wales is really going to miss Ramsey. I think Ronaldo and Portugal, like I said, are due a performance. And I think it's, it's going to be an easy win. I think a lot of people might be shocked, especially with the form of the two teams coming into this. But I think we might see CR7 score a couple goals. I think we're going to see Portugal loosen up. And I think Bale is going to be nullified because if you watched last game, Portugal had a Pepe in such a Pepe had Pepe in such form. I mean, the guy played like a, like a mix of Beckenbauer, John Terry, and, you know, Maldini all in their prime. That was an incredible performance. Uh, 
So I think he'll help keep that lad Gareth Bay under check. But And I will just do jumping in here. I think this will be actually an interesting game because if Bale puts on like an absolute show and they get through to the next round uh, into the final, I think that will that'll be an interesting um, sort of uh, relationship to look at going forward because can you imagine, you know, Gareth Bale, like the Ronaldo understudy, is able to take a completely, completely average Wales team to the final ahead of Cristiano Ronaldo's Portugal, like, I think that will, like, I don't know about you, but I think that would create some tension. Ronaldo already isn't really one for, uh, you know, loving his teammates passionately, so I think that'll be, that could, you know, that could create some issues. Speaking of Bale, who do you see performing better here, Ronaldo or Bale? Do you see them both being shut down? Do you see... Well, well, it's it's, going to be slow. It's going to be a slow game. Wales don't want to open up too much. Portugal as we've seen, never want to open up. Um, and so I just think that Bale does more in the game than Ronaldo does. So I think Bale will have a better individual performance, but Ronaldo, but Ronaldo could be due his tap-in that everyone will say, oh, he played so well today, he led the team, blah, 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 blah. So for me, Bale, uh, but if Ronaldo nets his tap-in, then the world will say Ronaldo. Well, well, well. Well, Mark, as always, showing his immense love for Series 7. We know how much you appreciate him, Mark. I but do, I on, do. Moving on from Euros and your obsession for Ronaldo and seeing Ronaldo fail, more specifically, mm-hmm. what absurd transfer rumors have you run into today, Mark? I've seen quite a few floating. Any any of note that you want to talk well, about? There's, there's, there's particularly one that I, I caught my eye today uh, was Robin Van Persie to Leicester City, Seems. where <laughs> this would be an absolutely hilarious move. Uh, he's certainly certainly passed his prime, but, you know, maybe he can uh, maybe he can give a little bit of veteran leadership. Maybe he can partner Vardy up front in the in the Champions League, add a little bit of class. Um, but that would certainly be one that's funny. That's been making the rumor mill because he followed Jamie Vardy and Mares on Twitter, and as we all know, social wow. media is social media is king nowadays, so that 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 certainly means the world. Um, and then there's two that we'll touch on before we move on to Jose Mourinho's exciting, exciting press conference. Um, was Kevin Gamero, the Sevilla striker, has apparently begun talks with Atletico Madrid, according to France Football. And I know how much you love Gamero. I think he's a class player. Yeah, I think he's a brilliant player. Um, and I can tell you that a Gamero Griezmann front line would certainly be um, interesting for Atletico and that would hope that would you know they're trying to do better in La Liga and I think that would definitely uh, give them a good edge and then the other one I want to talk about is Jorginho Wijnaldum to Spurs I think that's a I think that's according to the Telegraph um, they're looking at him because you know as we all know Newcastle went down the the fat Spanish waiter Benitez could not keep them up and this means that you know all their players have low they have cheap buyout clauses. We've already seen Andros Townsend leave, and I think that this would be a good signing. Spurs need uh, some more depth in midfield, and he Does also. Bailey, or do you think he's just going to be a, a squad player? I feel like Wijnaldum's too good to warm the bench. Yeah, I mean, I think that you could see him. I think he would get a lot of starts because I think you know Dembele is very injury prone. Uh, like Deli Ali, I don't think they're going to play him. You know, like. 40 50 games like he's only he's a young kid so i think i think he'll be useful for them because he can both play as a number eight 
and he can play as a number 10 where Deli Ali plays. So I think that would definitely be a good signing for them. It would, and I'm sure the cheap buyout definitely a big incentive. Mm-hmm. For sure. But that's not what's exciting me today, to be honest. You know, those are some nice rumors and all, but the special one. I mean, what else has to be said? What a press conference from Joe Zeno. I feel like every time the guy steps up to give a new press conference when he joins the club, it's always seen he's the special one. He's the happy one. He's the not-so-happy one. Today, he seemed to be a let's-forget-the-past kind of one, you know, just kind of throwing away the past three years and saying that it's not good enough to say, oh, we'll make top four. That's not who he is. They are going to win. Will they win, Mark, though? Or is Jose just getting a little ahead of himself? Well, to be honest, first thing I'll say is I absolutely loved, loved, loved his press conference. He is just just so full of confidence, and that's just exactly what man you need right now. They don't need a weak manager. They need someone who says exactly that, that we're going to win. I love the little sly dig at Wenger, which he always does. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, we can't finish fourth. Fourth means nothing. So I, I, I loved that. I loved all of that. Um, I loved his comments on Rooney saying that no way he's a midfielder because for me, I know that you thought he did decently at midfield, but I thought me, he was I, good. I thought he was good. Hey, yeah, you thought he was pretty good, and like I do think he's like okay. I, I like he's like he's like solid enough, but for me, he slows it down a lot. It's not his natural position. He shouldn't play there, and I liked him saying that he's going to be a number nine. However, that might signal the end for Wayne Rooney because I, I was going to say, well, I not, no, I, yeah, like I like what he said, but for me that signals the end because no way he gets in the team ahead of Ibrahimovic. Um, but coming back to your question, can they win a hundred percent Mkhitaryan, Ibrahimovic, maybe Pogba to join. Um, this is going to be a formidable, formidable team. Don't forget, and don't forget they've signed Bailey. Don't forget Bailey. Yeah, Eric, Eric Bailey as well from, uh, from Villarreal, definitely a good center back and he'll, he'll, he'll do well, but regardless, Mourinho, it's it's brilliant to have him back in the Premier League. Um, you need his charisma. I'm sure he'll get into some interesting battles with Pep and Wenger and Conte and Klopp, and it's going to be a great just drama to watch as the season goes on. As a Chelsea fan, of course, Jose, my idol, a special one. I would love nothing more than for Chelsea to win the league, but at the same time, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing us be in second place with Manny winning the league and our board being taught a lesson that they direly need. What else is there to say? Jose Mourinho, Antonio Conte, Jurgen Klopp, Pep Guardiola, Arsene Wenger, Claudio Ranieri, Mauricio Pochettino, Sam Allardyce, Alan Pardew. The Premier League is going to be exciting next year. But we'll leave it at that. And I will give a shout out to my boy, Cristiano Ronaldo. Going to score a hat trick tonight, Mark. So everyone, make sure to tune into that. You know, I, and- hey, hey, hey! I hope, I hope that he finally shows up and can shut me up. But he's sure yet he to do it. Sure he's yet to do it. He's yet to do it at the zero, and I'm waiting for it. You know, I'm waiting for it. Pretty here first, Cristiano. Vai ganhar pro Mark. Vai ganhar. That's all, folks. Tune in tomorrow to another EIF Soccer Podcast where we react to this Portugal semifinal and preview France and Germany. Thank you very much for listening and have a good day. I like the way you look. Please don't get me mistook. I'm sick of playing it by the books. I think we should get a room. Yourself and your shoes ain't off the shelves. You straight out of magazine. Feel things I ain't ever felt.